defenses at this camp, I guess, compared to going into last year when everything was kind of so up Yeah, geez. Um, Hard to compare last year because it was so different. Uh, I was in a different role last year, um, but I think our guys are really ready. They're excited. Um, it's funny. When Jackson Sherman reminded me that the last time he played in front of a crowd was 2019 Vegas Bowl. So um, I think our guys are excited. We're in a great spot and we're ready to go. Chris? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to actually ask about just, you know, because I know you guys do a little bit of preparations for every team in the offseason, scout and all that stuff. What do you think, looking at the offenses, generally speaking, between FBS and FCS, do you, do you see a lot of differences? Do you see a lot of variance? Do they take more chances in the lower leagues? What would you say? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think. I think um, they have good schemes at every, excuse me, at every level. I think these guys have a really good scheme. They spread you out. They have uh, a quarterback that's mobile, uh, Montana. But no, I don't, you know, I think any level, um, they've, they've got good schemes at every level, good coaches at every level. But are they, can they sometimes be a little bit more unique? Do they take more chances? Do they do they do some things that maybe you may not see at the Pac-12 level? For not necessarily. I mean, I haven't seen anything from these guys that we haven't necessarily seen from a uh, league opponent. Um, they do some good things, and they do take some chances. They'll run reverse and give you a funky formation, but so will teams in our league as well. Bob, you may have been asked this, but uh, how have you seen MJ Tafisi progress just physically coming back from that injury a couple of years ago, and then also just with confidence, I guess, knowing that he can play the same way. That he yeah, I think confidence is the biggest thing. I think he's playing with a lot of confidence and speed. He'll, he's going to play on Saturday, and, and uh, I think he's a really good linebacker right now. He's, he's improved quite a bit. Is he a better version of the player who was playing in 2019? Oh, yeah. I hope, shoot, I hope they all are better than they were in 19. Hope we're always improving. Yeah, he's, he's, he was younger then, and so, you know, he's been in the program for a while now. He's, he's much improved. Mm -hmm. Bob, if you doubled up, I'm sorry. Um, in terms of the adjustment, I know the players have said it wasn't a big deal to go from what they were doing to what you're doing. Um, but what, from your perspective, what did you see over camp, and how did that how did that go? Was it was there a learning curve there? And now where are you are before you? No, I think I mentioned before to you guys. You know, the, the nuts and bolts, the core of our defense has not changed. Um, Coach Lake and I have been with each other for shoot, I don't know how many years now. We're boys together, here together, and so um, every year. Regardless, we always uh, go through the offseason, pick and choose what we like, don't like, add, and all that type of thing, research. Um, but the core of our defense is, is is the same. And we've got little wrinkles here and there that we always do uh, coming into fall camp. And so then, then it was more about finding the players to fit, you know, kind of that competition? Yeah, and staying up with what we're seeing offensively and things that we need to do. You know, our league has changed a little bit in terms of they're all now, there's two, three tight ends and more pro-style offenses. Uh, NFL coordinators now at several schools in our league. And so that changes what we what we do. As far as the inside linebackers, I know that you you know you lost some guys and there were some injuries. I'm sure you're pretty happy with what you have with Eddie and, and Jackson. But just how do you feel about the depth in that room right now? Yeah, uh, I think we keep our guys healthy like every team in America. I feel good about them. I think Daniel uh, is playing well. You mentioned June Tafisi. He's he's playing very well. Young Carson Bruner is is stepping up. Uh, I feel good about those guys, and uh, certainly Eddie and Jack are playing very well at this at this point. With, with Carson, like you mentioned, obviously he was with the outsides in spring, but mm -hmm. coming over, what has been the big? Well, so we initially recruited him to be inside, and because of lack of depth in the spring, we just need more bodies, and so we had to put him there. Uh, but he's naturally an inside inside linebacker, and he's uh, very slip, slippery. Um, he does a nice job manipulating blocks, and he's very instinctual, so he's made good progress. What 
seeing from Savelle Smalls and the progress that he's made? Yeah, uh, a lot of progress. The, um, becoming a much better pass rusher. Um, great effort to the football and all the little details, you know, he, because he was so gifted, he got, you know, like a lot of kids that are gifted in high school, he got away with doing uh, kind of almost anything. Um, but now, and he's really taken to it. Uh, he's studying film and um, he's taking his game to another level. He's not there yet, but he's taking his game to another level. Does that take like a year about for kids? To, it happens to a lot of kids. I think every kid is, is different and he's, uh, he's found his groove a little bit, which has been good. What do you see from Montana's offense? You touched on it a little bit, but you know, I see personnel-wise, they got a lot of Power Five transfers and you know some talent that has played in the Pac-12 and stuff. What, what what stands out to you? Yeah, I think they have very good skill um, position. They have good speed on the outside. 18, I don't know his name. Excuse me. He's he's big and he can box guys out. And anytime you're a big receiver, that can cause some issues. I think their two offensive tackles are really good. They're long, kind of like the guys we see every day in practice. And so them spreading everybody out with their speed always creates some, some challenges. And uh, they do a good job with their scheme. I wanted to ask uh, about some of the inside linebackers, um, just some guys that kind of rotated in next to junior when we were, when we were watching practice that, that um, not a lot of guys know about, like like Ben Hines. Like, mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about Ben Hines. Like, how'd you get him? What what do you like about him? Who is this kid? You know. Was, yeah, Ben's a walk on from here in town, and um, saw him in camp, and um, really good football player, and uh, he's he's giving our offense uh, fits right now in terms of all the looks of scouts, and he's a he's a good player. About Drew Fowler. Yeah, Drew Fowler, same thing, walk on Bellevue High School and um, going to be on special teams for us. I think he's starting on four special teams. And those are the kind of walk-ons you want. And Drew certainly is one of that. In fact, I think he turned down a scholarship to come to come to Washington. This is where he wanted to go, which is pretty remarkable. And so um, I think our linebacker room is a really good room, and we're excited about those guys. How about Rubraki Fulva? Yeah. I don't know anything about him. What, tell me something unique about how he ended up. O'Day guy. Um, you know, uh, Monty Kohler is a, a good friend of mine, and seems like every time he recommends a guy, he's right on. And uh, been around the block a little bit, and uh, he highly recommended Rock. And he has really taken a step this, this uh, spring and this fall camp in every part of his, of his game. And uh, at some point, you're going to see him on the field as well, uh, sometime during the year. Anything else for Coach? Bob, I was wondering, just the competition with the offense. What, what have you seen from the offense so far this year that's, that's giving you some fits when you guys have gone out there and done this? Yeah, you know, I, big offensive line, uh, really big offensive line. All their different formations they give us, the condensed sets, and next time they're spread out. Um, you know, I think, I think Demo is taking a great step. I mean, he is a good quarterback. I think our backs are good. I mean, it's so good to go against our offense every single day. Our guys love the challenge, and I think our offense loves going against our defense. We can give them a lot of different looks as well. And uh, it's been it's been a fun camp. There's been a lot of a lot of competition back and forth. But it'll be nice to play somebody else on Saturday. I was curious, your perspective on Coach Lake and how he's wanted to run things a little more scrimmage and a little bit more live, maybe compared to Coach Pete in the past. Have you seen a little bit of compare and contrast there? And 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we've, uh, maybe a little bit more live. I really like all the team stuff that we do because you're playing football. I love what we call our play it periods where we've got the headsets on on both sides of the ball. We're actually calling him. That's what you got to do on Saturday afternoons. And I think our guys like it. Um, I have to ask those guys up there, but we're just playing football and it's just so much more football-like as opposed to going through a script and kind of know what you're, you're getting. So I, I enjoy it. I, th- I think our, our coaching staff enjoy it. I think our players enjoy it. And the sudden change, special situations that he loves to throw in every once in a while, is that – does that keep you guys on your toes as much as the players? Oh, yeah. The special special cats, special categories, and wherever those are, um, he'll hit them in the team meeting, what we're doing. And uh, then I got to sit there and think, okay, what are we going to call? What are you like in this situation? So it's really good for our players to be thinking, not just, again, going through a script. Um, they got to know the down and distance, the situation, the time on the clock, how many timeouts we might have. And so it's, uh, it's really good learning stuff for all of us. I got one more for you, Bob. Last one, right here. <laughs> Another O'Day guy, uh, Mish Powell. You know, as absolutely loaded as your DB room is, you've got a, a walk-on freshman who's on the two deep uh, yeah. at, at cornerback in Mish Powell. Uh, how did he get to that position? You know, just a lot of hard work by Mish. You know, he's one of those guys, um, like those two guys up there, that spent a lot of time upstairs in our office. And they grind away, and Amish loves to watch film. He's in there with Coach Lake and um, Coach Harris watching a ton of film after every practice. And spends a lot of time in the weight room. He, he takes the whole thing really, really seriously. And that's how he's gotten to be a better player. All right. Yes, thank you, guys. Have a good day. Who wants to go first? Eddie, Eddie's up. It's been a long road here to get to normal, maybe. Maybe we're at normal. What has it been like for you and your teammates to feel like you're starting a season where maybe it is normal? What, what, what's it been like for you guys? Man, it's, it's, it's been a blessing, you know. Uh, I think it's is it September first. Yeah. So like I just got like a like a reminder like two years ago today we played Eastern like at uh, August thirty first or August thirty first of twenty nineteen and it's like this is gonna be like the first game with fans since like twenty nineteen. So it, it's been it's been great you know and you're definitely grateful uh, to finally have this moment again you know I never thought that I would like take that for granted but I'm, I'm really grateful to actually play in front of 72,000 fans again so. Eddie I'm wondering how you've seen um, Junior Tafisi come back physically and just with confidence and everything from that injury a couple of years ago. Man he's just he he honestly he never had like a like a like a deep like a deep depression or like a like a down point when he got injured, which like it's kind of surprising because a lot of people can get into that position. But from the very beginning, he was always like, well, like I'm going to come back sooner or later. And he just always like had that uphill climb. So he's just been super resilient in that aspect. And it didn't surprise me when he got cleared and everything. He was practicing like two weeks after that. So, I mean, he's a resilient he's a resilient type of guy. That's why I love him. I've heard from a lot of people about 5 a.m. when it comes to you. Mm. What's, when's the alarm go off? What's the morning routine? 
Like, I'm, I'm just curious, and, and when did this start? Like, did it start when you got to UW? Were you like this in high school? Like, um, well, I don't know if I should be saying when I should wake up because then a lot of people are gonna like, you know, try to copy me. But it started, I would say it started around fall camp of my sophomore year. And it's just, and it's just like me being early to get stuff done, like the, like get my mind right and get everything like situated. Like I don't want to just wake up and like jump into the fire. If that makes sense. You want to like be prepared and do all these other things. So it's not just like waking up early and just being there and just sitting there and then doing nothing. It's like we're actually like getting some work done. So. Coffee drinker? No, no. I'm a big. Uh, I, I, I like to bring my own energy. You know, I think coffee is a performance enhancing, you know, substance. So, yeah. And for what I was just curious, I asking Coach Gregory about the special cats and just knowing that you know they're coming, you just don't know when they're coming. Um, oh. How is that? How is that maybe added a wrinkle to what Coach Lake is adding to the to the spring fall camp situation compared to maybe what Coach Lake would, or Coach Pete would normally do? I think it just enhances your football IQ because when a special cat comes, it's kind of just like, okay, this is what they have to do. This is the field goals range. What do we have, What type of coverages are we going to run? What do you, like? What should you expect like the offense to do at the time? So you're not just like playing situation, right? So it's like, okay, you might play this coverage differently if it's not two minute instead of like a six minute left in the game, you know? So it's just like having that football IQ kind of helps a lot with those special cats. Have you actually seen it kind of, you know, because obviously if you're working that, those mental reps and, and kind of mm -hmm. getting that thing going, have you actually seen it kind of work in action where all of a sudden you see guys react in a way where it's like if you hadn't maybe practiced in a certain way, they wouldn't have been aware? Uh, yeah, I think uh, in games where we've been in those situations, I feel like our, like our teams have been a lot more like calmer and we have like more confidence in ourselves to get the job done so which is different than like previous years so I feel like the Swiss Cats are really helping in those aspects because it's like we know exactly how to get it done and we know exactly what we should expect in these situations. I was also curious about your connection with Jackson just maybe how, it, how it's taken that next step from last year because I know you guys didn't get anywhere near the game you wanted mm -hmm. to but it seems like this spring fall you guys have really kind of consolidated the middle there. Yeah, we just we just compete with each other, you know, every single day, whether it's just like condo in the summer or whether it's like uh, going up a hike. We just like to compete with each other and try to push each other to be the best people that we can be, you know, every single day. And it just it just shows on the field, you know, the same thing, whether it's like we're watching film together, we're doing extra drills together at the end of practice. We just try to keep enhancing our games. I get, I get the impression you're talking about like taking a hike and stuff. Are you guys like sprinting up the mountain trying to beat each other? How is it? <laughs> I, well, I'll, I'll give it to him. He's he's a he's a way faster hiker. But yeah, basically. Just curious. Uh, uh, Ryan Bowman's been around this program for uh, mm -hmm. a long time. Yeah. And I just wanted to see what uh, what your impressions are of him, uh, both uh, personally and as a player. Well, I knew of Ryan Bowman before I came here, and he was kind of like one of the reasons why I actually decided to walk on because I saw like him be able to be a walk on and have success in playing. And him and Miles B, and he, I never really told him this, but like him and Miles B were really like the reasons why I had like the confidence to jump, uh, the walk on here, and then to be able to believe that I could play here because they were able to do it. So I was like, okay, I have a chance to do this here. So.
definitely exciting I feel like um I didn't really get too much playing spring ball just how things worked out so finally be able to go on the other side and hit somebody other than my teammates is exciting and it's been a while back in November was the last time so juices are flowing energy is there and I'm really excited for Saturday Trent you modeled the uh, throwback uniforms thoughts I love them I think they're really cool I think it brings a lot of history and I know we're going to be able to connect with the fans during that game because it kind of just brings that rich tradition of that 91 team who are greats and that legendary death row defense that we always talk about here. And it's something we kind of connect to and be a part of and show out for the rest of the world. I asked the same question. Like, can you describe the last two years almost? I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy for all of us. Yeah. Put it in perspective, but now you're about to kick off a, a normal season maybe. Yeah. Um, I mean, as you guys know, it's been it's been tough. Um, we definitely have learned that you can't take things for granted. I mean, I'm big on on time. My time is very valuable, and I think a lot of the guys now are kind of more into that mindset of we only have today, we only have shoot tomorrow, and we're going to do everything we can out of today and to become the most prepared, the best we can, so that when Saturday comes, we can go out there and have fun and. I mean, the energy in the locker room and the excitement and everybody's smiling and getting ready for the game. So just the energy there is it's fun and we're just ready for the fans to be there to interact with them and kind of just go out there and play football again as we're used to in 2019. Trent, we looked at the depth chart the other day and we saw Cam Fab listed as a yeah. starter. What has that guy done to kind of rise to the place? Yeah, um, freshman year is actually my roommate, so I know Cam Fab really well. and. He's definitely someone who knows this defense inside and out. I feel like he's one of those guys that I almost compete with. Like, okay, do I know this coverage better than Cam Fab? Because he is a hard worker. He's up watching film hour after hour after hour. And is someone that we can just trust on the defense. That when he's out there, I know for a fact that he knows what he's doing. And since spring and over fall camp, he's been making plays every single day. And coaches like to reward that. So I think he's going to be really good for us. Trent, I'm curious, I mean, uh, how well do you know Sean? I mean, since high school, like, how long have we known him? And he's kind of harder than you, but... Sean McGrew? Yeah, is that guy you close with? Yeah, actually, I mean, I feel like I've gotten closer with them as I've been here, you know, because I didn't really go to school with Sean at all. But, I mean, such a cool guy, really humble, um, quiet, but definitely has a lot of white life wisdom to give me. And it's someone that I kind of just look at and can see from my hometown and recognize that we've kind of been through the same thing, connect with him in that way, and I think he's going to be a big breakout player for us this year. Does he uh, like kind of lead in a different way than other players, or is he kind of just an like, example guy? I mean, I like to say he's kind of an old head now, so he's kind of taking on that, that older brother role on the team, and we kind of look to him as someone who 
has been in certain situations, have been in big time games, and we kind of look to him for confidence when we're in need. And he just has this cool, calm demeanor that when you see him, you're like, okay, I know things will be okay because Sean's cool, so we got to be good. Tell me a little bit about Kamish Powell. I mean, you know, we talk about this DB room being loaded all the time, yeah. and yet here are freshmen walk ons in the 2D. So, how does he get there? I think he's come such a long way. I mean, Mish Powell is my guy, and I got a lot of respect for that dude because he will outwork anybody on this team. I mean, when you talk about the way his body looks now compared to freshman year, the way his knowledge of football has come, his film studying, I mean, everything has just jumped so much from what I've seen, and I'm excited for him. I think he's going to be definitely a player that people are going to start to recognize because he's one of those guys that are dynamic and can do a lot of really good stuff on the field. What do you think you've learned here at UW that can maybe help you with like the rest of your life? I mean, you talk about time and stuff like that, but is there something that kind of stands out maybe a coach has said to you? I think one thing that kind of stood out to me is, as I always refer to it, as one of my favorite mottos that Coach Lake brings to our, our team is kind of that, that brick layer. And to me, that just means that you just don't take days for granted. You You get the most out of each and every day because you don't know what can happen tomorrow. I mean, last year, our first game, Cal, got canceled the day before. And so just having that that mindset of waking up each and every day with a goal, with a sense of gratitude and a sense of, I'm going to get something out of this day because this is the day I have and I'm going to make the most out of it, is kind of the biggest thing that I've instilled in my life that Coach Lake has helped me bring into the team and just that culture here. I actually didn't know about it until I got here. I honestly came here because I knew of the, the tradition of UW and I knew that these coaches here were going to critique me and make me become the best defensive back I could be. And then when I got here, just hearing how the guys go about their day and how they approach each game of this death row defense, we like to call it which is basically just confident, violent, smart football players who in each and every play, 11 guys are going to get to the ball. And that is something that I've always played with, but I haven't had a, 10 other guys around me with the same mindset and the same, same want to get to the ball and make plays and do that sort of thing. So I think it's really cool to be a part of. It sounds like that's something that matters to you in terms of maybe leaving a legacy or something like that. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you look at guys like Buda Baker and Miles Bryant and Elijah Molden, those guys were everywhere, each and every play. Every time you're trying to tape, you're like, Jesus. Like, man, I know he has to be tired by the third quarter. Like, he's sprinting every play. And so I really took that upon myself to put that on tape so that these young guys can see kind of what I do and mold themselves into what I do just because at the end of the day, it's effort. You know, you can be not have the greatest play. Football's not perfect, and you're not always going to be in the right position, but when you have heart, when you have effort, and when you run to the ball, you can make a lot of good things happen. You're on the cover of Athlon. I wonder if, like, you go to the grocery store, you're walking down the aisle, you see, oh, that's me on the cover of that magazine. Maybe I should buy some and send some home or something like that. <laughs> it's funny. My mom has, for sure. I know she's seen them, so when she's at airport, so she for sure has them, but I've been in fall camp, so I haven't been to a grocery store in a month, so I have not seen anything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Thanks for a good day.